Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here this evening? Doing good, doing good. And we have a lot to discuss tonight. Yes, we got plenty to discuss tonight. Hopefully no fireworks are not going to go off this, this time around. We had a daggone power going off. I think it's you know, Cody Rhodes or Ricky Stark or something like that. What's going on? It was, it was, the, um, it was the greatest um, baseball all-star game of all time being played. Yeah, there you go. That, that, that's what it was. That, that explains. That, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so you ready to get started, my friend? Yes. All right, cool. So last time we did a show, it was during the MLB All-Star game. The game was going on while we were recording. And here are the results. The National League won 3-2. Uh, to two. This is the first time the National League had won since uh, 2012. It's been a long time. The American League had been dominating the All-Star game for the most Hard. And um, the MVP was this guy. I believe he played for the Rockies. His name was Elias uh, Diaz. He won the MVP. He hit the um, go-ahead home run in the um, game to um, seal the thing for the um, MLB All-Star game. And I believe it was his first appearance as well in the All-Star game. So your first appearance, you win the MVP, and the National League wins. Um, like I say, low-scoring game wasn't a whole lot, you know, big, you know, high-scoring game or nothing like that. But it was 3-2, and the National League won. Um, any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, hey, kudos to him. Um, I mean, if it was his first All Star game, what a what a way to introduce yourself to the big time kid. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, we always talk about you know growing the game and you know, getting you know new stars and everything. Who knows? Maybe this could be one of those guys you can eventually add to the list. You know, you make your name for yourself. You make your debut in the All Star game. Hit go ahead home run. You win MVP. What a way to get your name out there. Yeah, and, and it's funny I say welcome to the big time kid, and I look him up and do 32 years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. figure. Cause I, never, I never heard of this guy before. This is the I, first time I've seen him, him before, so I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with him at all. Yeah, I, I wasn't either, so. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go figure. Go figure. But I didn't realize the American League had been that dominant in the in the All Star game. Like I said, first time since twenty twelve since you know the National League won. I didn't realize the American League had been that dominant over the over the years. Yeah, that's crazy. But like over yeah over a decade, really. Yeah, over over, over a decade, pretty much. Yeah. But like I always say, I always enjoy the All Star game. It's always a lot of fun, you know, the, the game itself, the home run derby, the celebrity softball game, and all the different you know festivities and stuff that they do leading up to the All Star game. It's by far of all the major sports, it's the best All Star game. It's something I look forward to every year. Yeah, yeah I mean, cause like we talked about before, like how one thing about baseball is All Star game. Even which is weird, like okay, so oh, I mean, when I say this, everyone who listens and you know stuff like that, they are in agreement with this. No one cares about the Pro Bowl. No, no, no one cares about. It. Even though they trying to do certain things to make it more fun, but realistically, no one cares about the Pro Bowl. No NBA NBA All Star Weekend. It kind of goes back and forth, but people still have fun with it because you have all the stuff that leads up to, you know, the actual all-star game. Um, kind of similar like with MLB. But 
one thing about MLB All-Star Weekend and I mean it's it's their home run derby. Mm-hmm. Like even though it's yeah, you know, you think, oh, okay, guys just go to their hitting the home run, but everyone gets hyped up for the home run derby. Mm-hmm. And that leads into the all-star game and they always have fun. Even though, of course, you know, the whole emphasis on the winner, like whichever uh, conference wins, you know, whichever team comes out of, you know, that side, they will have home field advantage. So there is that built-in added incentive of why this game is important, but they just have fun doing it. And that's one thing I've always liked about MLB All-Star, you know, the weekend and the game itself. So. Yeah, you are absolutely right about that. Like, so that's something the that other um, sports haven't seen be able to grasp when it comes to their, you know, All-Star games like that. So, like I say, like I say you know, nobody cares about the Pro Bowl or the NBA All-Star game. You know, it has its moments. But it's nothing, nothing, nothing feels as special as that baseball All-Star game. Like, it's a comment between the home run derby and the actual game itself. It just feels like a very special event. And it just stands out above the rest compared to all the other major sports when it comes to All-Star games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of these other sports should, t- should, should take note, see some of the things that MLB is doing, and maybe kind of, obviously, you know, different sports, obviously, but kind of take some some of the things that they're doing and maybe kind of adapt it to the NFL, adapt it to, you know, NBA, and maybe, you know, change it up so people can get, you know, get interested in their all-star games, too. Do, do something to change it up, because, like I say, MLB is, like I say, it's, it's, it's a long, it's not even close to comparisons. It's really not. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not. Like I said, the NBA all-star is probably the closest and mm, yeah mm. it's it's still not close mm. i mean it's the closest it's probably, it's probably the most hyped up one the more it probably gets more viewed i mean i probably have to look at you know the, the ratings for both to see but because one thing about it mlb and nba are international sports they have a lot of international players baseball has more than what the nba even has but both are big outside of the United States. Um, so the ratings for both probably are very high and everything like that. So you always got to kind of take that in consideration. Even though football is trying with the whole international thing and all that, but I, I mean, it has its moments with, with the NFL going outside of the country, but it's still kind of like... Yeah, it's just strictly an American sport. Mm, it really is. I mean, they, they're definitely trying, you know, trying to grow the game and everything. Go to go to you know other you know countries and everything. Try to bring the game, which I respect. I think that's a good thing. But it's it's it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely different. It's definitely it's definitely not the same for sure. Like I said, because yeah. like in like these other countries, you know, soccer that, that that's the, that's the big sport. Well, I mean, so- soccer is the world sport. It is it, world sport. Yeah, it, absolutely, it absolutely. Mm. Oh, oh, only. Only someone who lives in a bubble would say otherwise. Right, right. Yeah, like I said, there's, 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 there's no comparison. It's, it's, not, it's not. It's not even close. Not even close. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, anything else? Anything else on that? Well, well, not so much about the All Star uh, game, but I was looking up uh, Mr. Elias Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, he was drafted in 2015, so he's been in the league for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, his act. Well, here, here's the funny thing. His full name actually 
is Elias David Diaz Soto. Oh. Not sure if he's any relation to another Soto. That I'm not sure of. Um, but he, let's see, through this season, his uh, overall statistic is he has, what is this? Um, yeah, MLB stats through July 21st, 2023. Mm-hmm. He has a batting average of 247, 52 home runs, uh, and 232 runs batted in. And he was drafted by the the Pirates. He played his first few years in the league with the Pirates from 2015 to 2019. And he's Mm -hmm. been with the Rockies since 2020. Oh, okay. And, yeah, this was his first All-Star game. That's what what, what, what they said. That's what I heard them say. Hey, hey, there's a little information about him. And like I said, good good for him for getting the opportunity and getting, getting some recognition like that. I am not mad at it at all. No, not at all. And I mean, he hit the game winning home run and he won the MVP. So, hey, hey, winning all across the board. Gotta yeah. love it. Gotta yeah. love it. All right. Next up. So, this was earlier um, in the month. It was the um, anniversary because this happened on July 4th, uh, 1939. Uh, one of the most famous uh, baseball speeches of all time, uh, Lou Gehry, um, the original. All right, man, that's the guy who's uh, Kyle Ripken broke his streak because he had the most consecutive um, games played streak at 2,130. Um, it's the anniversary of him, of course, giving uh, you know, that famous speech at you know, home place saying you know, he was the luckiest man alive because obviously he was by valid ALS, which is you know, later called you know, Lou Gehrig's disease. But that was, that, was, that was a moment, obviously, you know, well before our time. But you see you know, highlights over the years of him you know, standing at home plate giving that famous um, – famous speech, you know, as he was, you know, of course, you know, battling to find out he had this um, terrible disease and everything like that. But um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure you probably remember seeing, you know, clips and highlights of that over the years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I've seen clips of it, you know, today, 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 you know, that whole thing. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, anybody who has grew up, you know, watching, like, sports or, I mean, baseball or watching sports in general, whenever they show, like, you know, things from back then. That is always one of those, like, iconic, you know, moments in sports mm-hmm. history um, mm-hmm. is that speech. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've never, like, listened to the entire speech itself. It's always been, like, them little clips that they show. Yeah, same, same here. Same here. So. Yeah, but like I said, I just wanted to Wanted to mention that, like I said, like I said, he he was like and also too, like I said, he, he was the original Armin. He was the one that you know Cal Ripken, you know, had you know, broken the streak. It's just amazing thinking like you know, his, his um consecutive game streak, Ripken's consecutive game streak. I mean, like I said, you think of the athletes and stuff now, you would never see anything like that in in, in today's game. Guys playing in that many consecutive consecutive games. Those those are those are streaks. That, like I said, like Ripken's streak, and I guess what at the time probably Luke Gary probably thought that streak would never have been broken. Yep. I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean, this, what's crazy about it? The streak started. He, he went from 1923 to 1939. That's crazy. Se- 17, 17 seasons. That's insane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. That is that. Like I say, I can only imagine. I'm, it's like we're, we're, we're ripping him. I'm sure there were probably plenty of days where he was probably 
not tired, hurt, injured, and he just, you know, continued to play. And that that, that just that just amazes me because you know during those time periods, I'm sure there were moments where you're like, man, I really feel like getting out here, going out here and playing, but they both of them, you know, sucked it up and got out there and, and played play ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. Very true. Let's see, it was what two thousand one hundred and thirty games. That's that's mm. how many games in those in those twenty in those not twenty in those seventeen seasons. Two thousand one hundred and thirty games. Wow, unbelievable! That is crazy, crazy, crazy to think about. <laughs> Anything else on that before we move on? Well, I was going to say the only reason why it stopped is when he got diagnosed with ALS. Hey, oh, yeah, that, that, that's the only thing that they stopped because it probably would have been even longer, I'm sure. Yeah, because he was he was he was 30 because he, he passed away a few years later in 1941. So he was mm-hmm. just 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Our age, basically. That's yes. crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy to think about. Mm hmm. Unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, next up. Um, also too, since um, it happened a few weeks ago, but um, our last episode I was kind of focusing more on the All Star Game festivities. But we've had the MLB draft took place, and I just got like the top ten picks here. Uh, the top two, um, top two guys who went in the draft were guys from LSU. The Pirates had the number one pick. They picked up right hand pitcher. Uh, Paul uh, Skerns, they picked him up. Uh, the Nationals had the number two pick, got outfielder Dylan Cruz. Tigers had the number three pick, picked up outfielder Max Clark. Uh, Twins had the number four pick, picked up outfielder uh, Wire Langford. Uh, or, um, excuse me, the Rangers. The Rangers had the number four pick. The Twins had the number uh, five pick. They picked up outfielder uh, Walker Jenkins. Athletics had the number six pick, picked up shortstop Jacob Wilson. The Reds had the number seven pick, picked up Reddit Louder, uh, right-hand pitcher. Kansas City had the number eight pick, picked up catcher Blake Mitchell. Uh, Rockies had the number nine pick, picked up Chase Dollander, um, right-hand pitcher. And the um, Marlins had the number 10 pick, picked up right-hand pitcher Noble um, Noble Mayor. Um not totally familiar with these guys. Um, I heard a little bit about the um, Dylan Cruz guy for the Nationals. They said he's they say he's probably one of the best outfield prospects since like Bryce Harper. So they said he's supposed to be really really good. That pitcher's supposed to be good at the Pirates guy as well. But hopefully you know hopefully these guys at some point you know get called up. Hopefully these are some of the guys that we might be talking about regularly on the show in the in the future. Um, any thoughts on the um, MLB draft? Any thoughts? Okay, so going back to like how we were talking about baseball and everything, mm-hmm. of where about building up, you know, and getting more with the star. Like we joked about before, have you ever actually seen a college baseball game? I really haven't. To be completely honest with you, I've seen softball games for yes. women, but the actual <laughs> college uh, baseball game for the men, I really haven't seen seen a game. You I really seen- haven't. Over in all the years I've been watching sports, you know, loving baseball and everything, I don't remember actually sitting there watching a college men's baseball game. Never, right? And no. and and when the draft couple was like, they had a draft. What was I, 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 I was the same way. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, never be draft. Do, do they crazy. hold this? 
do they hold this draft like in a dark room somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like yeah, where? It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, they actually had, like I said, like I said, two weeks ago, like I said, I think that, that same week or the week before when we did the last show, they they held they held a draft. I was like, wow. But like I say, they don't they don't hype it up. They they do. They really do. Nope. Yeah, because I was, I was surprised. I just happened to just kind of stumble on it. They said, you know, uh, MLB drafts. Oh, I, I just kind of turned it on. But like I said, you didn't. Like I said, not too much hype or fanfare or advertisement for it. Nope. Nothing. Never and, 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 and these two guys, these two guys from LSU, are supposed to be like really, really good. But you, I really hadn't heard nothing about these guys before. You'd be like, yo, they they really, really good. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Well, if you say so. so you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I, I, I gotta take your word on it. I've never seen it, seen them, seen them play. Never seen any highlights. Nothing. And like I said, you you see like the women's softball all all the time. Hey, you probably you probably see more of the um the little league like World Series yes. and stuff. You, you see that more than you than you see the kiddie college baseball. I've seen little little league baseball. Exactly. You wanna see any college baseball games? I I, I don't get it. I don't I, get I, it. I I don't get it. That that's that's something they definitely need to promote promote yep. more because like I said, if these two guys from LSU would be really really good, we need to be like seeing and hearing some stuff about them. Like I said, I'm not familiar with any any of these guys. I said I just happened to like learn a little bit about the guy that the Nationals picked up. I was doing as a Nationals fan, but other than that, nothing about these guys. Cause I don't I don't I don't, I don't know why they don't like advertise these games. Like put them on you know ESPN or MLB Network or one of these other stations. Kind of get these games out there, at least for some of these bigger name people that we supposed to like be hearing about. That are, like supposed to be grafted top you know picks or something like that. They really need to do a better job promoting this. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah, so like I say, wishing all these guys, you know, nothing but the best. But yeah, definitely do a better job like promoting these guys. So we can kind of, you know, come on here and also like this can and talk about them, give them some, give them some recognition. I, I, I'd have no problem with that, but they, they don't do a good job promoting, promoting them that well. So we shall see. Yeah, <laughs> we shall see how that goes. All right, um, I got a list here of the top selling MLB jerseys at the moment. The top 10 list. Uh, any guess on who has the number one selling jersey right now? Uh, number one selling jersey. Um, that's probably not who you think, too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it like that. Not who I think, but is this, but is he in the top 10? The guy that you probably would think about would be in the top ten, but he's not number one. He's not number one. Okay, so Shohei is not number one. Mm. Um, hmm. Is, okay, is, is it is it somebody that that is like known? Like like, do we talk about this person on the show at all? Uh, not really, but we talk about the team. Hmm. Huh. And it's a huh. team you're probably quite familiar with too. Oh hell! Well, well, it ain't. I know it ain't nobody from the ball. No, no. <laughs> I'm about to say what the hell. <laughs> um, it's, he, it's, it's a guy. It's, he's from the Braves. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. He's got the number one selling jersey right now. Wait, didn't he play for the Ballers though? I don't know if he did or not. That's that. that that's 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 a good question. 
I know he's been with the Braves, but I don't know if he played for the Marlins or not. I'd have to no, no, that. okay, no, that's no. I'm thinking about somebody else. No, no, yeah, Cooney, yeah, Cooney Jr. You know, you know, he has been with the um, the Braves, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's well. I mean, the Braves are considered America's team. When yeah, it comes to baseball. Very, yeah, very true, very, very true. So yeah, he got the number one selling jersey. Oh. I thought it would have been Shohei, but Shohei's number two. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit surprised about number three. Now, this has been a couple of years ago. I would have been too surprised, but number three is um, Fernando Tatis Jr. Well, I mean, he he he's on this uh, redemption tour. So yeah, yeah, true, true. So. That is true. Yeah. Uh, number four is Aaron Judge. Okay, There's no surprises. Yeah. No surprises there. Number five, um, Jose Altuve from the um, Astros. Number six is Mookie mm-hmm. Betts. Number seven is Julio Rodriguez from Seattle. Another brave one here, Matt Olson is number eight. Uh, Alex Bregman, another guy from the Astros at number nine, and the run of the top ten is Mike Trout. Through injuries and all, Mike Trout. Injuries and all. He's still, he's still yeah. his jersey is still selling. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, got it. You got it. You got to love it. Then right outside the top ten, making their way to the top is the face of the Houston Astros. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, she, if she had a jersey, I'm, I'm, I would definitely buy one. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh get, my! Get her, get her to promote baseball more often, and I guarantee everybody be watching freaking baseball. Exactly. Hey, hey, hey! Get her to promote them, the, the college guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, there you go. Love. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, look, look, I keep, I keep, and you know what? I, you're, you're, you're thinking me when I say if this actually happened. The only person right now that I could potentially see. Them bringing back some form of rocking jock. It's actually Tony Khan. I can see mm. it. I can mm. see him doing it. Yeah, I can. I, 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 I can see. I can see that too. I can see him doing something like that. I can and, definitely see him doing something like that. And like I said, I know he he would get her to be a part of it. I know he would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan. Tony Khan, if you're listening, just write the check because I can I gave you an idea. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Yeah, I got. I can see TK doing that. I could definitely see him doing that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a pretty good list. I can. I'm. I, I, the number one, or that's the only one I'm really kind of surprised. Like, I knew for sure it would be Show Shohei and everything. But hey, but good for Ronald Acuna Jr. having the top selling jersey right it, now. Good, 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 good for him. Does it? Does it give like? Like the numbers or anything next to their name. It doesn't get it doesn't get the numbers on this list that I got here. I could maybe look hmm. up look in that maybe for next time. But it just it just lists the names you just got the top selling, selling jerseys right now. Yeah. Cause I know because I'm kind of curious like how how far is it between one and two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's maybe that's something I'll look into for for next time to see the actual numbers. It's like the, the close, because I figured, you know. And then I just count like U.S. sales. I'm thinking, I'm sure, like in Japan, I'm sure, you know, uh, Shohei's jersey is probably selling big oh, over course. there too. So, uh, 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be very curious about that. So that's definitely something I'm gonna look more, look more into to get the actual numbers, kind of like break it down that way. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we'll be talking about them more later in the show. But um, I we talked about on here before, obviously. Uh, Chris Davis. Um, the Orioles are still owing him from that big, big contract that um they gave him years ago. He is currently has the um. Second highest salary on the team. You got number one at Kyle Gibson at uh, $10 million. And then Chris Davis at $9,166,667. And Adam uh, Frazier is at uh, $800 million. And they said they still owe him, they said they still owe him $59 million. That is insane. That is un- unbelievable. A guy that was really good at one time, but like toward the back end of his career, he really fell off like big time. And they still owe this man money. That is crazy craziness. Yeah, I mean, so because I'm, I'm looking at that too, right? And mm-hmm. so starting it, it started this year. He is paid mm-hmm. nine nine point one six million for the next mm-hmm. three years, and mm-hmm. then. In 2026, he will receive 3.5 million per year for a seven-year period. Good luck. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. man. I'm telling you, these contracts in that contract, the Bobby Bonilla contract. I mean, these he, he, wild contracts. Yeah, that's 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 insane. Crazy. I said it once. I said it once, and I say it again. Baseball is the way to go. It is. It is. <laughs> really, really is. I mean, you could be long retired, no longer even playing the game anymore, and still be receiving a paycheck for Major League Baseball. Madness. Just, it's just madness. It, 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 it really is. It really, really is. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I said, kids out there, hey, want to play basketball and, you know, football and everything, hey, play baseball. Play Major League Baseball. Like I said, you can be a great player, make a lot of money, something happens to you, you know, you start to struggle, injured and everything, or whatever happens, they, you know, end your contract for whatever reason, you still end up getting paid <laughs> years, years later. <laughs> like Bobby Bonilla, you show up on Bobby Bonilla Day, you show up to the bank, hey, you know why I'm here. <laughs> you yeah, Bobby know why Bonilla, I'm here. Bobby Bonilla Day and Chris Davis Day. And then there, there, there you go, Bobby Bonilla and Chris Davis. There. And then they're both of them smiling all the way to the bank. <laughs> and, he, and he hasn't played, Chris Davis hasn't played since 2020. I know. And it's, and still getting still getting money from the Orioles. Still getting paid. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, must be. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I found this very interesting. I've never known them to release the schedule this early before. So they've already announced the opening day games for 2024. Um, Opening day is going to be March 28th, 2024. And the games go as follows. You got the Rockies versus the Diamondbacks. You got the Dodgers and Cardinals. You got the Giants and Padres. You got the Nationals and Reds. Brewers and Mets. Pirates, Marlins. Phillies and Braves, Yankees and Astros, Orioles and Angels, Athletics and Guardians, 
Red Sox in Seattle, Tigers and White Sox, Twins, Kansas City, Blue Jays in Tampa Bay, and you got the Cubs and the Rangers. Now, like I said, got some good matchups and stuff there, but you've been following, like, just like me, you know, watching baseball, you know, all your life off and on and everything, but I don't ever remember them announcing an open day schedule this early, even before, or even before, like I said, before the season even ends. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? No, it's kind of weird that they would because, I mean, we just passed the All-Star break and they got, you know, the rest of the season, the playoffs, the World Series to go and, yeah, well, hmm, kind of interesting. Yeah, I was, I was shocked by that. I, 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 I was really, really surprised. I've never known them to release their schedule that early. Like, I think most of the teams, like I say, got their schedules pretty much set on it. I was like, wow. I don't know if there's a reason behind this or they try something new or I don't know, but we got our opening day matchups already for opening day. That's, that, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm, I, I guess they just said, hey, well, we ain't got nothing to do right now. We'll make up the list. There you go. <laughs> there, 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 there you go. There you go. Why not? Why not? But like I say, some good matchups there. And I said, hey, why not? Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, another list. Um, Somebody did, recently did a poll of the most liked teams in baseball right now. Oh. The top 10 lists for the most liked teams currently in baseball. Um, do you know who number one is? The Yankees. Yes. <laughs> nope. They, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even make the list for the top 10. <laughs> Damn Yankees. <laughs> um, let's see. It's a team, but there's a team in the American League East though. There's a team in the American League is is it the Orioles? Yup, they are the number one. They are the most liked team. They are number one right now. I can see that. I, I, I can. I can yeah, see. I, I can see why. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, number two is the Diamondbacks. Number three mm. is Seattle. Mm. Number four is the Reds. Number mm. five is the Rays. Six mm. is the Pirates. Seven mm. the Braves. Eight hey. is the Angels. Nine was the Marlins, and ten was the Blue Jays. Holy hell! The Marlins made it. Oh my goodness, that is crazy, 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 crazy. But I, I, I have no problem with this list. I have no problem with this list whatsoever. Uh, I, I don't either. I mean, I can I can see why all of those teams are on there because when you think about it, none of those teams are pretty much. They're not really steeped in controversy, and no, no, and and you know they're not hated for their past success. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. These, these, oh. these are ten. These are ten likable teams, I would say. And and their fan bases are not trash. So no, no, yeah. these, these these are all good, good, good fan bases. So, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay. I'm okay with this list. Yeah, so am I. All right, congratulations goes out to Manny Machado. He recently hit his 300th career home run, and he I, I, I posted. Yeah, I posted on the um, on the Twitter account. I said that he he crushed that pitch. I mean, that pitch that pitch is probably still it's probably still traveling, but joins a you know a good list of the you know 300 home run club people. But uh, congratulations, congratulations go out to Manny. Any thoughts on him getting the 300? Uh, congrats, of course, to Manny. Uh, not, not the other Manny, you know, for, for his nonsense. Oh, um, yeah. 
<laughs> but but um but yeah, I mean it's the three hundred. All right. Like I say, that's big. That's, that's that's a good list to be on. He definitely is. Like I said, he's getting in there with some sort of big time people. Definitely there for sure. So hey, good for him. But I mean, like I said, I got the list here. Like with three hundred home runs. Um, like I said, Manny's on there. You got guys like uh, David Justice, Miguel Tejada, um, Cecil Fielder, Prince Fielder. They both got three hundred nineteen. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Both father and son. Three hundred nineteen career home runs. How crazy? How crazy is that? Yeah, that is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Huh. But like I said, good, uh, good for Manny. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'll just go. Like, I was looking at the list too. Scott, Scott Rowland. He's on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Troy Glaus, uh, Vinny Castile, mm-hmm. Ron Gant. Yeah, 300. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Who else? Move on. 328. Mm-hmm. Um. Bobby Bonds at 332. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, him and Moises will lose at 332. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl Strawberry. Yep. Yeah. Torrey Hunter at 353. Yeah, Daryl Strawberry, he's another one. Um, Evan Longoria, 342. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's another one. Yep. Chili Davis. Gonzalez at 354. Who would yeah. you say? Chili Davis. Oh, Chili Davis, yeah, yeah, remember him, Chili Davis, 350. Uh, 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 Luis Gonzalez, Mr. Mm, Mr. I, I beat, beat people in the home run derby. Where no, I was home not run derby, right? <laughs> uh, let's see, Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio, yeah, he's another one. Um, let's see, who else here? Carlton Fiss at 376, Jeff Kent, 377. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Howard, three eighty two. Mm-hmm. Flair Walker, three eighty three. Um, let's see who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who, who, uh, Max Teixeira is at four nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's see. Because I mean, he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna pass over half these dudes that's in the three hundreds. You know, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, because Mike Trout's still playing, so because he, mm-hmm. he's inching up that list, but mm-hmm. but yeah, so like Ben Carlos standing at three ninety one. He's definitely he's definitely he's definitely some good company there with some of these people on this list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All Lager, right, so speak. Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's another one. Like I said, there's, it's, it's a it's a lot of people in that 300, 300 home run club. There's a lot, like I say, a lot of a lot, lot of you know big time names on that list that we could, that we just named. Yeah. So, like I said, so good for him, good for good for me. Uh, speaking of home runs, so I heard this on uh, PTI. Um, couple of weeks ago, uh, Tony Cordaza was talking about this with uh, Pablo, Pablo Torres. 
that there's a there's been talk out there about a Legends home run derby. Now, I don't know if it would be like next year's All Star Game or something. They would be like down the road, but they said there has been talk about having a Legends home run derby, and they said that Griffey, Big Poppy, Albert Pujols, and Jim Tome all said if it did happen, they would definitely participate. So. Could we be seeing a Legends home run derby in the near future at the All-Star game? I, I mean, is this what he's been uh, giving batting practice for? Is this what he's been getting ready for? But hey, 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 maybe so. Like I, as I told you, that, that, that swing looked pretty good. That looked pretty, pretty good to me. But then also, to, I mean... I, I mean, on paper, that sounds good, but mm. everybody, er, okay, because Griffey what, 53? I, I believe er, so. Everybody is is not in in that type of shape to be out there. You know, no, I don't want to see somebody that. out there just embarrassing themselves, you know? Mm, yeah, Griffey's 53. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see, I want to see some, because I say for every Ken Griffey Jr., you don't want to see somebody out there just, you know, hitting damn line drives. Like, it's going to no, be a home run. Right, thing. right, right. Like I say, Griffey, I think I could see him doing it. Pujols, he just, you know, just retired. I could see him I could see him doing it because the, the way he had yeah. every series at the end of the season, I, I, could, I could see him being successful at it. It's, 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 it's select few. It's, it's, not, it's not, not everybody. Yeah, it, it, all, it, all, it all depends on who 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 they who who they who they would pick. I say Griffey and exactly. Pujols, those those two right off the jump, I think would be good. Yeah, like, but this is like, well, who else? Like, like I don't know. It'd be weird. Yeah, who else y'all you don't dig up? Because I mean, you can't you. You gotta you gotta stop it at a certain age. You can't just have yeah like, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. You, 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 you can't have just everybody out there. Yeah, you gotta have an age cap on this one for sure. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Like I say, on paper that sounds good, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so we shall see how that goes. Um, next. Uh, uh, Max Scherzer, his last uh, outing, uh, not looking pretty good. He gave up like, like three or four home runs. And they said his uh, ERA is like is like the worst since uh, 2011 at 4.20. Uh, and the, the, just the Mets as a whole are not having a good season. Now, they're on right now. They're playing the Yankees right now. I believe they're up 6-0 and Verlander is out there pitching. But overall, it's not been a good season. At all for the Mets. At one point, they were saying that uh, Max would be willing to um, waive his like no trade clause, you know, and go to another team, go to a contending team. But at this point, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I normally don't worry about Max, but it's he's not having that good of a season this year. Uh, thoughts on Max? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of furious watching that last. I was like, what the hell? Is, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like. Because, I mean, if he is trying to, you know, play his way out of uh, Shea Stadium, the wrong way to do it, but... Yeah, that, 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 that definitely, that definitely is. You don't, you don't want to go out like that team and be like, hey, we, we, we don't want this guy. Yeah, we, we want Max, not Maxwell. 
Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody has their moments in time um, mm-hmm. and everything. But, oh, but yeah, just something. He, he just kind of looks off. Like, something ain't right. Not, I, I'm not saying like injury wise, but it's more like mentally he's not there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder. I wonder if it goes back to that whole you know suspension thing. I wonder if it go, goes goes back to that. Maybe that's still having some like psyche stuff on him. I don't know. No, Possibly. no, I don't. I don't. It don't seem like that. Maybe something else going on. You know, because I mean we don't know what's going on in that locker room and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Yeah, just because just the team, just the whole team as a whole, just seems to be off, and yeah, that, that, that definitely had been you know helping the cause any too. So, I mean, you remember like what we talked about, like that team, you know, like when he got when he first got there when he was on, like that team kind of fed off of his energy, and it's like they did. Oh, absolutely, they definitely did. And it's they like he did. ain't on, he's not on. The team is off. So yeah. Yeah, because he's one of those guys that where his, you know, energy and everything, it's like, it's like contagious. Like I said, they see him going out there having a good game and fired up the other guys, you know, they feel you know, motivated and stuff, stuff too. But when he's not cooking and being like the max that we know he can be, it just like the whole team around, everything is, is, is down. They showed him and Rob uh, Verlander there. They, they sitting there on the bench. Like I said, the best they look. They looking good right now in this game. But I don't know what, what's been going on with them this season. I really, I really don't. Maybe it's the heat. <laughs> don't hey. Maybe the heat getting to him. I don't know. <laughs> could, could be, could be, could be. Like I said, they showed both of them, both of them there. But I, 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 I don't know. I really, I really, I really don't know what's going on going on with Max this season. Yeah. Not the Max that oh, we all know. No. What I, I look at is that well maybe he when he get right he, he gonna come back and he'll he'll show us who, oh go who get him absolutely absolutely because he's he he's far from done I think I say, he just gotta get gotta get to get that groove back he gets he gets that groove and gets that rhythm again like I said like I say if you got him and Verland at the top of your lineup pitching you're gonna win a lot of games so hopefully Max gets back to form but hopefully the Mets yep. figure it out it might be too late for this season but hey. Hopefully, you know, just you know, just for some momentum, and just you know, for the team as a whole, just you know, kind of gets gets give, give them something, something to cheer for. Mm-hmm. And let's see, next up, uh, congratulations goes out to Andy Pettit. He's back with the Yankees as an advisor for them, so he's gonna be working on, on uh, I guess, I guess in the front office, he's gonna be doing some stuff for them, but. Congratulations to Andy Pettit back working with the working with the Yankees organization. Uh, any thoughts on that? Huh. Well, I mean, see, I guess certain guys who got caught up in the steroid stuff, uh, they were welcome back into the fold, whereas mm. other guys was tossed out with the bathwater. Um, yeah, for, for, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, Pet, I mean, Pet, He's all. He was always a decent pitcher. I mean, I couldn't tell yeah. when they when they said that he was used to tell like he was because he wasn't nothing special. But no, yeah. no, he was a good pitcher, but he wasn't nothing that was like you know, like you said, wasn't nothing like super super special or nothing like that. Yeah. But oh, hey. I mean, I mean, the the Yankees they they brought him back. I mean, he could. I mean, he could help with you know if he's an advisor on the. I mean, clearly it has to be about pitching because I mean that's what yeah. he was a pitcher. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever little bit could help that rotation, I guess. Yeah, more power to them. Definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, next up, uh, congratulations to the 2023 Hall of Fame class this year. Only two guys went in, uh, Scott Rowland and the crime dog uh, Fred McGriff. Both of them went into this year's Hall of Fame. They had the Hall of Fame ceremony this past weekend. So congratulations goes out to both of those guys. Uh, Fred McGriff, um, he started playing in, uh, he started his career off with the Blue Jays. Uh, played for there. He played with the Padres, the Braves, the, uh, the Devil Rays, the Cubs, the Dodgers, and he ended with the uh, Rays in 2004. Uh, went to five All-Star games, uh, won a World Series in 95, had a career batting average of 284. 2,490 hits, 493 home runs, was pretty close to 500, but not quite. And for RBIs, he had 1,550. And for Scott Rowland, he played for the Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds, went to seven All-Star games, won the World Series in 2006, was NL Rookie of the Year in 97, eight gold gloves, had a career batting average of 281, 2,077 uh, hits, 316 home runs, and 1,287 RBIs. Uh, thoughts on these two guys going into the Hall of Fame this year? I mean, I have no problem with it. I mean, of course, Fred uh, McGriff, uh, you know, when when I was watching baseball faithfully, he was a member of the Braves, and that's where Braves, he got his World, yes. that's where he got his World Series ring uh-huh. from. Um, yeah, I always like and, and the fact that he was the crime dog, you know, Fred mm-hmm. McGriff, um, and everything. So yeah, it was cool that he he going to the Hall of Fame. Same thing with Scott Rowland. Um, he, I mean, he was a good player as well, and it's just kind of crazy that. Um, only two guys was elected to go in this year because you know they refused to put in quote unquote steroid guys and everything. But you you keep doing that. This is what you're gonna get. Oh yeah, this is what you're gonna get. Just two people, mm. two people going in. Yeah, I think I think last year I think it was only one person. A couple years ago, it would be like one person going in. Mm-hmm. So, but, that, but that, 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 that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get one, two people going in to get cops. So, and I, and I think I guess they're gonna, they're gonna get used to this. Yeah, and, and and I think they're gonna stall some of these guys out until they pass away. Then, oh well, you're gonna go in uh, post. Yeah, like mm-hmm. really. That's like, that's that's, that's, that, 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 that's that's exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna witness some of these guys pass away and say, oh yeah, put them out there. I, I think that's what honestly gonna happen with Pete Rose. He's gonna take yep. him past the way yep. and then all of a sudden they say, oh good, now, now we're gonna put you in the Hall of Fame. Yep. And I give is... flowers while I give these guys their flowers and stuff while they were alive and can you know be able to go up there and make their speech and everything like that. No, which they unfortunately pass away and they say, oh yeah, we'll put you in the Hall of Fame now. Daughter, yeah. Yes. Which is which is yep. sad, but hey. But yeah, sad, 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 but it's the truth, unfortunately. And uh, next for next year's ballot, uh, you got some newcomers that's going to be on the list. You got uh, Adrian Beltre, you got Adrian Gonzalez, you got uh, Joe Moyer, catcher uh, with the Twins, uh, Chase Utley, David Wright, and then you got some returning people that's going to be on the list: uh, Carlos Beltran, Todd Helton, 
Andrew Jones, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Gary Sheffield, and <laughs> Billy Wagner returning names for next year's <laughs> list. Uh, who do you see? Do you see any of these guys going on next year's ballot? I think Andrew Jones should go in. I think Andrew Jones. I think Adrian Belcher. I think he's going. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be hilarious if Manny goes just to hear his speech. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, I definitely would. I definitely want to hear his speech. Right. Uh, But yeah, I can can see most of those guys going into. Surprised none of them didn't, didn't get voted in this year. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised too. Yeah, I'm really especially especially Andrew Jones. I think he. I think he's good as he played. He was for the bread. I think he should. He should have definitely gone in. Yeah. So I don't know. They like I say baseball. They they have a real weird, uh, weird weird thing about like who they elect into the Hall of Fame. Like oh yeah, mm-hmm. the, the sports writers are weird when it comes to all world. This person, but this person, it's like really stop, like stop. Yeah. Like, just, 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 just vote the person in. Don't, don't come up with this whole makeshift criteria that y'all have that, that y'all like to do every year. Yeah, that, that, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. If they, if players are to be in the Hall of Fame, their stats and everything live up to you know Hall of Fame credentials. Put them, put them in the Hall of Fame. Don't be playing these games and everything. Yeah, so uh, we'll just see next year. Yeah, we'll see next year. Like I say, who actually goes in and is it, you know, one person, two persons? Was it, correct me if I'm wrong, was it one year where, like, I think nobody got I could have sworn yes. it was one year where, I yes. where like, nobody, nobody went in. It was either, what was it? It was either 2020 or, was it 19 it was or 2020? It was one of, it was, it was, it was definitely recently. I definitely remember there was a year where, like, nobody went in. I was like, wow. I mean, like, yep. I mean, like, one person was worthy of going into the Hall of Fame. I mean, that, 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 that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Like I said, yeah, very weird. I got, yeah, very, very weird like that. But like I said, this, this, this is what it's going to look like. You're going to have some seasons where it's going to be like one, two, or it could be another year where you have like nobody getting in, which is just insane, insane to me. Absolutely insane. And this also took place at the Hall of Fame, too. I guess it was like a dinner, I guess, or... I guess, yeah, I guess they were having a dinner and everything, I guess, celebrating the people going into the um, Hall of Fame. But yeah, the um, picture with um, some legends here. You got Frank Thomas, you got Eddie Murray, you got Cal Ripken, you got Larry Walker, you got Jim uh, Tome, you got David Winfield, you got Ken Griffey Jr., Fred McGriff, and Chipper Jones all sitting here table. Have you seen this picture? I might have posted it on Twitter or posted it online. Did you, have you seen this picture with all these guys? No, I, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was from this past weekend. Like I think all of them are just sitting at the table. And I think, I think yeah, they said via Frank Thomas. So Frank Thomas must have posted it on his account. But like I said, yeah, all these, like, baseball legends. And I'm just like, wow. I said, that, that's, 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 that's really something. Uh, Frank Thomas I mean, is trying some, to... Some, uh, some legends, some like, legends of the game. Frank Thomas was trying to recruit. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He said, hey, let me go out here and recruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so check your phone. Yeah. Your phone. I, said, I, said, I, just sent it, I just sent it to you. Yeah. Maybe he did. What the hell? All the old timers. <laughs> yeah, well. 
Frank Thomas better check that glass and make sure David Ortiz ain't on. Yeah! <laughs> I'd be so skeptical after that. I'd say, I'd be kicking my glass all the time. I'd say, hey. Oh, man, oh, David Ortiz was wrong for that one, man. He did that man dirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was too funny, too funny. But like I said, that, 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 that's that. I'd love to be at that table with some, some of them guys. Like, oh, those are some of the legends, some of the guys you know, we grew up watching and enjoying. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry Walker looked like my old, like my old manager. That's <laughs> 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 how he looked now. Cause, you know, back in the day, he had a head full of hair now. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure did. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's why I had to get the name. Because when I saw the photo, I, I said, I knew, obviously, Frank and Tripper and Griffey and everyone. That's what last said. Oh! That's Larry. I said, yeah, he, he definitely looks different. All right. So we're getting back to what we've been doing, where we've been going over the different uh, divisions in the sport of baseball and as well as the different teams. In those divisions, we were talking about the uh, National League East. We wrapped that up. Now we're on to the National League, National League Central Division. Um, crazy division was created in 1994. Uh, five teams in that division. Uh, most recent champion from that division was the Cardinals in uh, 2022, and they had the most titles at. Uh, 12 titles. Um, like I said, the division consists of the Reds, the um, Cardinals, Pirates, Cubs, and um, who's the other team? In that division? Uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's in that division. Uh, let's see. But um, like I said, a lot of rich history and tradition within this division. A lot of great players have played within this um, division over the years. And um, yeah, is there any thoughts on just the NL Central, the division as a whole? Any you know, players that stood out for me? Any memories from watching any of these teams within that division? Any memories from the NL, um, NL Central division? Well, okay, so here is a little tidbit about the division, like, that could have went a different way. If, mm-hmm. well, if, okay, so when the division was created in 94, mm-hmm. the Pirates were originally supposed to stay in the East, because the Pirates mm-hmm. were in the National League East, and the mm-hmm. Atlanta Braves were to move to the Central from the West. Wow! Right? Ain't that but, something? But they requested they requested to remain in the East so that they could form a natural rivalry with the then Florida Marlins. Wow! So, so just imagine Ain't how that different. Something? Yeah, just imagine how different the Central would have been if the Braves had went to the Central. Oh my God, that 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 that, that would have been a game changer. Right? That, that 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 would have changed a whole lot of things from that division. Right. Um. But as far as the teams that's in the division, um, I mean, you know, growing up as a kid, the Cardinals were were known, you know, for probably one of the biggest reasons. Summer of '98. Oh, um, yeah. And everything yeah. for the one guy 
and and all that type of stuff. That's what I really knew the Cardinals for. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pirates was always something because I think I well I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, like how I've always had this uh, admiration for um, for Roberto Clemente. So mm-hmm. so the Pirates has always been like a team that I always kind of paid attention to just because of him. Um, and um, the other teams really, I mean, uh, freaking Cubs. Um, <laughs> those, those, those lovable losers, those Cubs. <laughs> I mean, look, we, we, we like that team was like, so yeah, we all of our lives pretty much, you know, Cubs, we all oh, they could never win, blah blah Yo, blah. Yeah, blah. that's it. all you heard. All you heard. Heard it every year. Cubs mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't win. Then they finally did it. Right. They did what they said could never be done. Yeah, they, um, they did the impossible. Right. Um I mean this this division has always kind of been, you know, like a middle of the road division. Um I mean the Reds is probably you know you, like I say, I, you you know of the Reds. Um, probably because of that black cloud that looms over them and everything yeah. in the form of who hit all those hits, right? Uh-huh. You know, that guy. Um, but they have had some some really good players over the years. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I forgot to mention, too, going back to the Cardinals, uh, the Wizards, you know, Ozzy Smith, he played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Wizards, oh, yeah. Yeah, Legend. so, you know, yeah. Right, you know, shortstop. I mean, you know, real quick, quick aside. Going back to we was talking about Cal Ripken in his last All Star game, and yeah. he was forced to go out to um <laughs> to to shortstop because of Alex Rodriguez. Right? Uh-huh. I wonder how that would have went if that was Ozzy Smith. I'm pretty sure Rodriguez wouldn't have forced him to go out. Like, man, all right, yeah, go out. Yeah, that totally different. I, I don't think you would have been best, best with them either. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, right. But, uh, but no, I mean, the Central has always kind of been a team, I mean, a team, a, a, a division that's always kind of been, you know, middle of the road. It's had some stars in that division. Um, oh, absolutely. And everything over the years. Um, And then the funny thing about the Milwaukee Brewers is that even though I never really paid attention to them like in real games, but the most I knew about the Brewers was from watching Mister Three Thousand with Bernie Mac. So that's the team oh, he played yeah. for in the movie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. So yeah, but so it, it was kind of weird. Like you know, when we talk about baseball movies, you know, the Little Big League. You know, that was the what the Twins? I think it was Twins. Twins. Oh. Uh, yeah. Rookie of the year is the Cubs. Cubs, yeah. Um, trying to think another baseball. Um, but like I said, but Mister Three Thousand was in the outfield the, with the Angels. A- Angels, yeah. Which I mean, all in the name, right? Oh, um, right, yeah. But as far, but it, I thought it was kind of interesting that that they went with the Milwaukee Brewers for him. Um, in that movie. Um. Mm-hmm. I forget the one with Tom Selleck where he played because he played for the Dodgers, but then he ended up going over to Japan. I always forget the name of that freaking movie. Um, oh yeah, I forgot the name. I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, so like I say, because you had like the you know the big teams, and then of course Major League was the Cleveland Indians. I was going to say, yeah, Indians, yeah, right? yep. and everything. So, but yeah, you you really so like I say, that's why the the Brewers kind of stuck out like that. Like, oh, okay, the Brewers as as the as the as the team that gets gets the shine in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean overall, it's always been kind of a for me at least a, a middle of the road division. But like I say, there have been big stars that have played. On most of those teams, yeah, yeah each of those teams definitely had some, you know, stars and good players over the years. And the Astros used to be in this division. They left for the AL West in uh, 2013, but the um, Astros used to be in this division too for years. Yeah, which I which forgot is, about that. Which is crazy. It really is. It really, really is. But um, yeah, that's the NL um. NL Central Division. Um, next episode, we'll pick a team that we want to talk about. Um, I always let you pick a team. Uh, what team do you want to start talking about from this division? Um, you know what? Let's get the Cubs out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and okay. and not for, and not for the reason you might think either. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, like I said, next episode will be uh. Talking about the Cubs, well, I'm, I'm gonna ask you why, why? Why you want to get the Cubs out the way? What, what, is, what is about the Cubs you want to get out the way with? Well, I mean, because I, I, I might go on this rant about uh Kerry Wood and what he could have been and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I might, yeah. Go on that, I might go on that rant. Like I said, that's why I said not the reason you might think. Because either yeah. I could have said I could have said that guy who mysteriously needed an interpreter. Um, yeah, or yeah. the yeah. fact that. Went that route, yeah. All the fact that they were the lovable losers for for all them years, right? So. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I think you were going that route, but I, but I, I, I can see that. Yeah, Kerry Wood yeah. definitely had a lot of potential, but yeah, that's who we'll be talking about uh next episode in two weeks. We'll be talking about the those Chicago Cubs. So definitely looking forward to that. And. As we always do, as we wrap up the show, we go over the current standings in the American League and the National League. Starting off with the AL East, uh, the Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles are on top of the division right now at 62 and 38, followed by the Rays at 61 and 42. Then you got the Blue Jays at 56 and 45. Yankees at 53 and 47. And the Red Sox at 53 and 47. You still got all these teams over 500 in the division, which is crazy, 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 crazy. But um, both on the AL, AL East right now. I mean, the AL East is hot. Um, it is. They all pretty much. If you took the Yankees and the Red Sox and put them in the other divisions, they would be either leading the division or right there contending to be at the top of the division. Um. Crazy how how that works, um, and everything. Um, congratulations to the Orioles. I mean, look at where they were, and yeah. now they on top. So yeah, hey, I give them some give them some credit. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's crazy, like when you think like the payrolls for each of these teams in the division. The um, Rays payroll is seventy six point eight million. Orioles is sixty seven point seven million. Blue Jays is two hundred 
fifteen million. Uh, Red Sox is one hundred eighty point eight million, and the Yankees is at two hundred seventy nine point four million. Like I say, you look at those salaries. You look at the teams that are at the top of the division with the two like lowest salaries. You look at the teams with like the you know the bigger salaries where where they're sitting. Man, that's that's crazy. And like I say, it goes it goes to show you. You know, it's not always how much you know money you spend. If you're putting a good team out there, and you're building. You know, spend a little money here and there, and then you have a good farm system, and you're growing those good young players. Hey, you can be on top of the division. You don't have to go out there and spend the most money. You don't have to go out there and try to buy a championship. You don't have to go out there and worry about you know overspending on players. That's that's true. But I just say that in the case of this division, like. All these teams are winners. It's just yeah, it's just, it's just somebody got to be at the bottom, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I like any these teams are, you know, you know, got look like losing records. Everybody's over five hundred. You just, you know, like I said, if you took the Yankees and Red Sox, put them in, you know, one of these other, like they say, put them in the in the um in the central one of these other divisions, they they be right at the top. So. Yeah, but it's nice, like I say, it's nice to see you know the Orioles and the Orioles and the Reds. It's nice to see some different teams in the mix. And like I say, the Orioles yeah. they've been they've been coming along. Like I said, got some a nice young talent over there. They they struggled for a long time, and now they finally seem like you know things are finally paying off for them. So so good for them. I'm happy. I'm happy for the Orioles. Yeah. Now over to the AL Central, you got the Twins on top at 54 and 48, followed by the Guardians at 49 and 51, Tigers at 46 and 54. White Sox at forty-one and sixty, and the Royals at twenty-nine and seventy-three. Uh, thoughts on the AL Central? Well, it looks like the Twins have kind of broken away from the Guardians a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, like you know, like we talk about, it's always just unlike the the AL East. Uh, the Central pretty much. Is the focus of the two teams, and like I say, the twins have separated themselves from the garden. Yeah, it's like this, this division's always been like a two team race, always. It seems like that's mm-hmm. been the case. This team just keeps flip flopping, like who's taking the top spot. But over to the AL West, you got the Rangers on top at 59 and 42, Astros at 57 and 44, Angels at 51 and 49. Mariners are even fifty and fifty, and the Athletics at twenty eight and seventy four. What's on the on the West? Well, I mean, you got four teams at five hundred or better, and and then you got the Athletics. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Like, I mean, look. I mean, that's, that's a huge cap. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, but look at that. Look at the Astros. The Astros, because they dropped down to I think like they was like third or fourth for a while, and then uh, they didn't kind of kick back up. So, yeah. I mean, it's like there's a battle not only for the West, but also battle for for Texas right now. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the two Texas teams are battling it out for you know who's going to take the West division ultimately. Yeah. So we shall see how that division plays out. Now over to the NL side on the NL East, you got the Braves on top at sixty-four and thirty-four. You got the Marlins in second place at fifty-four and forty-seven. Phillies at fifty-three and forty-seven. Mets at forty-six and fifty-three. And my Nationals at forty-one and fifty-nine. Thoughts on the NL East? Uh, well, I mean the Braves have very much distanced themselves from the rest of the pack. 
Pretty much so. Yeah, they've played some um, really good baseball as of late. Marlins have slipped some. Um, like I kind of feared they would after the All Star uh-huh. break, because right now it's like they playing hot potato, you know, with the second spot with the, with the Phillies. Uh-huh. Um, so they kind of flip flopping around, but that that last those last ten games is like Marlins. What are y'all doing? Like, yeah, like you're two and eight. Like that. That's 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 not good. So yeah, I, I don't know. They they, they kind of. They kind of like Marlins. We're Marlin at the at the moment. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, you know, kind of Marlins. Like I said, Marlins with Marlins. Like I said, you know, the Braves. You know, they were four and six in their last ten games, but they got such a good lead. Like I said, they 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 they, they still sit pretty. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, Marlins. Over to the NL Central, which we're going to be, you know, starting talking about over the, in the um, coming weeks. Got the Brewers on top at 56 and 45. Reds at 55 and 47. Cubs at 48 and 51, who we'll be talking about next episode, by the way. Cardinals at 45 and 56. And then the Pirates are at 44 and 56. Thoughts on the Central Division? If you put the Red Sox and the Yankees in the Central, they would be one and two. Yes, they would. So, they really, really would. That that tells you what we're talking about as far as how good the AL East is right now. Yeah, um, well, all the teams, are, like I said, over over five hundred. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, again, like, it, which is weird. Both central divisions and both leagues are kind of similar. Where the two teams, yes, very much so. Um, but this one is a little bit tighter because last episode the Reds were actually. On top, they were on top, yep. And now they are a game and a half back from the Brewers. So yeah, so now it's like okay, kind of going back and forth too over on this yeah. side. Yeah, so like I said, it's gonna be very curious to see where you know who's on top when we come back in two weeks. You know, the Reds could be back on top again. You, you never, you never know. Never know. Like I said, very close in this Central Division West. Got the Dodgers on top at 57 and 42. Uh, Diamondbacks at 54 and 47. Same with the Giants, 54 and 47. Padres at 48 and 53. And then the Rockies at 40 and 40 and 60. Uh, thoughts on the NL West? Well, I mean, the Diamondbacks, I guess they had their time on top, but the Dodgers said, you know what? We're coming back for our top spot. Exactly. They said y'all had y'all fun. Y'all know y'all had y'all you know, on top there for a while, but we coming back. We let you know who 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 really runs runs this division. Yeah. Um. So and now they now the Diamondbacks kind of having this fight with the Giants for the second spot. So. Mm-hmm. And the Diamondbacks. I mean, they last ten games. They didn't slipped. They two and eight. So it's like, all right. Maybe, maybe that first half of the season was like just fool's gold, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause they, were, they were looking really good there for a while. They were, they were on top. I said, oh, let's go Diamondbacks. And then yeah, they, now. They was, they, was yeah. looking, they was looking like that team that won the World Series. They, 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 really, they really did. They really, really did. But I guess, you know, guess, you know, with so many games in baseball, sometimes it's not always how you start. It's, you know, it's how, it's how, it's how you finish. You can have a great start, start off really hot, and then you come back after the All-Star game, and 
start to slip. You know, look like that's what they do. Dodgers will say, let you know, like, hey, this 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 is our division. Yeah. So we'll 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 see. Maybe maybe they maybe they fight for a wild card spot, or maybe they'll come back and you know get close again. But I think this this is you know this is the Dodgers division right now. I feel. Yeah, um, we have to we have to see. One thing, and I don't think we really talked about it um, so much, uh, is the fact that, like, most of these divisions at the top are really close. It's like there isn't too much of a, like, this whole drastic, like, thing, really. I mean, outside of, I mean, of course, with the the East, where the Braves Braves, were 12 games. Yeah, but other than that, all these other divisions are very, very close. It's like a like two teams, like they could easily flip flop. Like I say, the Dodgers are on top now. We can come back in two weeks, the Diamondbacks will be on top. Yeah. Brews and Reds, you know. Yeah. Brews on top for now. The, come back in a couple weeks, the Reds could be on top. You yeah. Know, Orioles and Rays, like all these division races are like super, super close. It's like nobody like running away with none of these divisions, but outside of the Braves. Yeah, and he, and even with that, I mean, if if the, if the Phillies or even the Marlins get hot and and the Braves kind of you know just kind of go meh for like you know a couple of weeks, it, it could be a different story. Oh yeah, definitely. Just don't know, and and I think that's one thing I like about what's going on this season. Like there is parity. It's like there is no clear cut. Like oh, we just know such and such is going to do this. Or, it's like we really don't. So. Yeah, we really, really don't, and, and and you like to see that. You don't like to see teams just like running away with these divisions. Like I said, you got some different teams in the mix. They said the Orioles are doing their thing. You got you know the Rangers doing their thing. The Reds have been playing really good this season. You know you got some different teams in the mix. It's not just always just just the Yankees, your Red Sox, the teams that are always you know on top of these divisions. You got some got some fresh fresh faces on top, which is good. Yeah. All right, so that's the standings. I'm very curious to see what the standings look like when we come back in a couple of weeks. Like I said, we could definitely see some different teams on top. Like I think who would have thought, like I said, the Orioles, like last time Tampa Bay was on top of the AL, um, AL East. Now the Orioles have been you know, playing really hot lately. So, hey, you never you never know what, what the standings going to look like coming two weeks from now. <laughs> and that's all for me. Thank you as always, Jay. Anything you'd like to plug and promote before we get up out of here? Uh well, um, I don't have a new episode for Movie Talk planned. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to just probably just talk about a few different topics like I did uh the start of the month, or if I just might uh put up another throwback episode because July has kind of been a off month. So like I, I think like I said some weeks back, like I didn't have anything planned for July, so it's kind of been kind of been random. Um, August should be back on track, but July has been like just a random off month, um, and everything. So I am, but it's, it's weird. Even though I don't have any new movie talk uh, episodes, I am making appearances on other people's podcasts. Um, so yeah, so I got that going on. Everything. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23, as well as 
at the moneymaker 315 uh follow this show's uh official twitter account at slam underscore podcast as well as on instagram at the grand slam podcast also to check out the latest episode of the three and out podcast i did a solo episode talking about the sale of the commanders and my experience at the pep rally last friday so definitely check that out and give that twitter account a follow as well at three and out podcast one that's all for me jay um any last words because of this episode um you know what i really i, I don't i don't got nothing um like i said we'll be back in two weeks we'll be talking about the cubs and like i said i'm looking forward to seeing these division races these division races are definitely very interesting right now always one of my favorite things to talk about on the on the show but you guys take care be safe as always and we will see you in two weeks peace out peace